Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Backstage Spotlight. Today we have another Super You special with the amazing Melissa. Hello. Hey, Matilde, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for and joining And for being me. an awesome superhuman yourself. Oh, thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself and say the connection you have with the show? Yep, absolutely. So uh, my name is Melissa Jones and I am a producer and my connection with Super You is I am the lead producer for Super You Musical. Amazing. So would you like to take us back to the very beginning of the creation of Super You and how you began to get involved with it? Um, sure. Well, the creation began before my involvement with the creator, Lords Lane, who had created and she had done some work on the show. <clears throat> and her story is like phenomenal. I won't take away from that, but she's got an incredible journey herself and um, amazingly talented. And, um, you know, she had been on the on a journey with the show um, for a few years. And then I met her in the summer of 2018. And I had actually just kind of um, I was had been working on a come from way a little bit as well as um, uh, was a co producer in jagged little pill. Um, but what happened is that I had kind of been, you know, intentional about at some point being able to, um, you know, have the opportunity to become a lead producer someday. Uh, but I was I actually wrote down, you know, I want it to be a musical, I want it to be a story told in women's voices, and I want it to be about something that creates uplift in the world. So um, I actually met Lords about two weeks after that, um, very bizarrely not related to theater. And um, when we realized we were both involved in theater, we kind of had this aha moment. She said, hey, I'm, I've got a new, an updated script. We're doing a reading in three weeks. We're looking for a new producing team. So it was kind of weird. It, you know, we spent a couple months after that kind of getting to know each other and seeing if this was really a good fit. And then, you know, signed a deal together at the beginning of 2019 and just it kind of took off from there and has been an amazing synergy and also kind of a really wild journey ever since then. <laughs> wow. For those people who aren't familiar with Super U, do you kind of just want to do an outline of the show and its message? Yeah, sure. So um, Super U really kind of follows the journey of a woman who is um She's a comic book artist who really learns to find her voice and love herself when her own creations, her superheroine creations come to life. Um, but the themes of the show really are about getting on the other side of grief or just, you know, learning how to live through grief and uh, also recognizing, you know, your, your own power and your, in, your, your own influence in the world <clears throat> and how much impact you have really. And like, coming to realize that and that it's not about, you know, finding who you are, but just recognizing that it's always been there and just assuming, you know, embracing that um, and your value in the world. So um, those themes and the journey of the show are, I find are really resonant right now, especially after what we've gone through with COVID and even during COVID, um, because we went through our own sort of life imitating art journey of resilience <laughs> during COVID which has actually on the other side or through it <clears throat> actually given a life to super you and um, opportunities that you know we didn't even have before covid when we were going to originally open in may of 2020 off broadway and um, obviously we're not able to so um but the general gist of the show is that that's the storyline uh and also it's something the story you know embraces things like family dysfunction um loss 
Um, and also things that we all experience like doubting ourselves and questioning ourselves and not realizing how much we're taking away, not just from ourselves but from everyone else around us in the world by not stepping into our light and stepping into our joy. So I think that those themes, what we've experienced is that they have, are resonant now more than ever. Um, it also, you know, we've experienced from people who have seen what we've done so far, um, people that feel in a in very intense feeling of, um, you know, wanting to go out and, and, you know, people get really empowered when they see things that we're doing or the music that we've shared. Um, but it's, it's, it's very exciting because we've seen people really shifted in, in coming to see one of our productions or concerts or things that we've done so far. Um, we get a lot of feedback like that. So, and that's what we're really, you know, that's what we want to do is we just want to create something that is a beautiful piece of, of, of art that makes people think and makes people feel inspired to be the best version of themselves. What an empowering story it is. And um, talk to us about in lockdown, how it kind of took off on social media because you grew massive, a massive fan base through that period of time. Yeah, well, and it's it's wild how the whole thing came together because we were supposed to open this off-Broadway production in May of 2020. So we already had a team assembled and a cast assembled and and a whole like marketing team and everything. And at the time, um, most, you know, if you recall, TikTok was a thing, but it was really not as embraced as it is now. And, uh, you know, we, when, you know, when lockdown really started in, in March, so by the time we got to like mid to late April, we realized we're like, wow, we're not opening. Mm -hmm. So um, at that point, we, we kind of had this feeling in our gut. We were like, you know what? our music and our theme is something that the world needs now in this really dark grieving period, especially in that beginning period. So we just said, hey, we're gonna, we need to put ourselves out there now. And, you know, we had a lot of pushback, hey, no shows have TikTok, you know, protect your brand, you know, and, and we just felt, we were like, you know what, we need to do this. So kind of against the advice we were getting, <laughs> we, um, you know, from our marketing team and whatnot at the time, we were like, you know what, we want to launch TikTok. We're going to figure it out and we'll, you know, we'll do it on our own. We worked with some people initially that really helped us. And then, you know, to conserve, we had to kind of do it on our own quite a bit over this period. So we just, we launched TikTok. And then about a month after we were supposed to have opened, we actually, um, we launched a concert on the back of pickup trucks at a drive-in in a, in a, upstate New York um, drive-in movie theater, one of the only places actually open at the time in June of 2020. And, um, you know, all these incredible Broadway team members came out and we, and honestly, we couldn't have done that if we didn't have um, this kind of attitude, especially from the leaders of our team, like Lords and our director, choreographer, Joanne and music supervisor, Wendy at the helm of this kind of attitude of like, yeah, we'll do whatever, we'll do whatever, like, let's do it and you know other members of the team that came out to support and um we just made this happen tricked out this drive-in with all the sound broadway sound equipment it was crazy and then this film crew came in who had nothing to do and they typically film like the marathon and you know nfl and super bowls and they came in and filmed us and got beautiful footage and it ended up turning into this documentary movie that was on broadway on demand a few months later 
And then we launched TikTok. We released a concept album. And, uh, you know, even just going back to that concert, it was so wild because I remember, you know, choosing the the stages, our, you know, trucks. Yeah. We actually went up with our stage manager and with Joanne, our director, and she stood on the back of pickup trucks at this dealership that we just called and said, hey, will you donate your trucks to be our <laughs> stages in the show? And they're like, oh, because we had to keep everyone separated outside. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I have pictures of, you know, like Joanne on the back of these pickup trucks, literally choosing the stages she wanted for each of the actors. <laughs> that is brilliant. I mean, what? And the stage manager taking pictures and going, okay, yeah. And we're outfitting pickup trucks with lights on the bottom. And we rented construction lights from a local construction dealer to like shine down on the sides of the, I mean, like you name it, you know, ordering ponchos from Walmart and crazy things to have delivered because you couldn't go into stores then it was, it was wild. So, and that was kind of, that was the, um, I guess that was, you know, that was sort of what we were doing. That was kind of the, that sort of started the, the genre of just, you know, let's make it up. Let's just do stuff. So fast forward, we had TikToks that started to go viral kind of at the end of 2020. Um, one of which was this like really awesome video of, um, you know, um, Kenny Coggle, who's like an, an incredible actor who's been working with us for a while in the role of Katie. And, and this video of hers went viral um, singing to my angels. And uh, we offered free sheet music and had thousands of people respond wanting free sheet music. And um, from there, you know, we we um, we uh, we just started seeing people singing the music um, all over the world. And so much so that it became like a thing. And then it went on to other songs from the show that were on the concept album. And and um, what we found is we started getting so many people posting videos singing our music that we created an actual day of the week on our social media fan cover Friday. <clears throat> so that every Friday, literally for the last three years, we have been posting a fan every Friday singing covers to our music. And um, and oddly, we just recently um, had someone here in, in New York um, who's a talent scout who goes to all of like the senior showcases when you know seniors graduating from university come to the city to perform in front of industry. And this person talked about how he's seen 80, you know, these showcases and thousands of a thousand songs sung over the last year. And he did this rundown of the top four songs sung at these showcases. And um, in, in the third and fourth place, there were a few that tied. But in fourth place, To My Angels actually tied as fourth place of no the most sung sh showcase song. And we we're like, this is wild. Like, our, we haven't even had a full full production of the show. Um, so it's, you know, social media has been really kind of incredible for us. Um, and also, you know, plays a role in our show as well, too, which is great. So um, it's been this really incredible, uh, you know, journey, because since then, we actually had another theater we were supposed to open in 22, and they had to shut down. So that was another a second time. 
And um, we, so we ended up, you know, okay, we're not going to do that. Great. We got invited into Carnegie Hall to perform um, two nights there. We sold out. A lot of people came to see us that had found us on TikTok and on Instagram and uh, was, and again, we would never have thought to do something like that. But again, you know, when there's lack of opportunity, you create it or you do nothing. So we just sort of, we've been creating all along and we've had just incredible, we're just so um, humbled and honored to have this incredible fan base that's come along the way with us. Um, from And they're, they're from all over. We've seen them, I, I mean, the UK actually kind of part of our journey to the UK was that our, you know, our first biggest um, region on social media was the US, but our second biggest was the UK and has grown quite a bit in the UK. So, um, you know, our journey to the UK was really kind of interesting with interest from theaters there that took us in that direction. And now we've been, you know, and, and with a lot still kind of over the last two years that was working itself out to come back in the US, the journey just kind of organically took us to the UK. And now we have this really kind of amazing growth happening both in the US and the UK, but we're really excited for, you know, how the journey has taken us here. Yeah, it's really fantastic. And it's so exciting to watch the show develop and what the future holds for it. Yeah. It, yes. Go ahead. I was going to ask from the people who have come to watch the show, what is the most memorable audience response that you can think of? You know, um, <clears throat> Well, one thing that's great is we've managed to capture a lot of audience reaction that we did in a recent regional production that was almost, it was kind of like a almost full production, like a, like a much greater than a workshop, but not fully, you know, we didn't get to fully do costumes or set, but it was a, a regional production in Milwaukee. We got amazing audience reactions there, as well as at Carnegie Hall concert and at the recent concert we did at the Lyric on Shaftesbury Ave. Um, and one thing that's really interesting is we've had similar um, we've had similar responses from people, which I love. Is we've actually had people in the U.S. and the U.K. say things like, "This is like a therapy session. I want to quit my therapist and just see this show over and over again." We actually had one person, a young person, and um, who said she actually wrote uh, wrote a letter to Santa Claus early last year saying, Santa, I just want to have a movie version of Super Eve Musical so I could watch it all the time because it makes me feel so good. <laughs> so um, those have been really, we love that when we get responses, we actually had one woman who was older in her, I think, late 60s or 70s, who actually told the show creator, she said, I feel so empowered now. I was recently diagnosed with dementia and I feel like I can overcome this after watching the show. I feel like I can do anything. So it's those kinds of responses that we get. And I will share one other one that was really memorable from our Carnegie Hall show is that um, Lords, our creator also has a nonprofit where she does empowerment workshops with both youth and adults. And we had, she had actually done and, and one of the things that she does is that when people do these empowerment workshops, they create, they come up with what is their superpower. Um, and they actually then create their own custom emblems and capes. And then they get invited to come to our show and their ticket in for free is they wear their cape that they made in the wow. workshop. And at Carnegie Hall, we had this entire group of women from a trauma center in New York City. Like, I mean, women from 
professional women, women that ranged anywhere from 20s to 70s. They all came in their capes, in their beautiful dress, and we had the most amazing responses from them talking about not just the workshop, but coming to the show and feeling so empowered. We even had one woman paint a painting and send it to Lords the Creator um, that I know she has up. Uh, it was super inspirational to hear their words about how the show impacted them and how you know they feel their power and how they really get how important their voice is. And it's things like that that we love to hear from people. And the fact that we hear it, not only from, you know, the TikTok age, you know, kind of genre of people, which could be anywhere from like teens to 30s, kind of that base, but we are seeing that kind of response from people 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, like across the board. And it's really exciting. So that was a little bit more than one, but kind <laughs> of under the genre of, you know, this feeling really empowered and feeling very inspired coming to see the show. Yeah, I mean, what a powerful story to have people responding in that way. And it just shows you that the story is being transferred across to the audience and they're receiving it so well. And it's such an important message. And I think that the show really will take off in just a new level because so many people can resonate with the themes of it. And it's so special when you do that with a form of art because people can interpret it however they want and when you feel like that you have that connection and then you can just follow the show for the rest of its time really yeah and I appreciate you saying that because I think for me seeing a show where I feel like I can see myself or my own humanity resonates even if I haven't lived the experience of the person or the characters I'm watching on stage I if I feel like I'm really touched and I can I resonate in some way with their experience that's special for me and I feel like that's the experience that people are having when they come and see any version of the show that we have done so far. Um, and we're even more excited for them to get to see a fully realized version of the show, um, which we are working on for this year and uh, but I appreciate you seeing that because uh, you know there's so much work that goes into developing uh any kind of show and um i feel like first of all i feel super honored um and absolutely blessed for the team that we have that is working with us that has been working with us over the last few years in many different environments i mean from pickup trucks to carnegie hall to the west end it's been it's been a journey milwaukee you know uh workshops uh, student workshops, all sorts of things. They've been, it's just an incredible team that will just, is so facile and so there's no ego and they're so creative and so confident. They work incredibly well together and you see that in the room. Um, and it's all predominantly women, which I love. And not to say we, we have men that work with us as well too, that are incredible, but that leading energy of that feminine, powerful energy that's in the room, that's kind of leading, you know, the charge, it's really beautiful to watch. And we've seen, you know, the, the actors we've worked with along the way, both in the US and the UK have been incredible and have been a part of that amazing collaborative force that as you've experienced too, is just kind of magical energy, right? It really is. And 
as you said, having been in the room with that energy is just it's un, it's surreal, really, because they work so well together. And what they create is just they almost like can telepathically communicate because they all have the same vision and they know what they want. And the way that they communicate it is so good. And it's just a pleasure to have experienced that. Um, but one thing I was going to ask you is, what's your dream for the show? Where do you see the show in, say, five years? I mean, in five years, well, listen, God willing, there will be no more shutdowns and no more. Yes. <laughs> We're ready. We're ready. But I mean, I would in the next year, like in 2025, we would like to see ourselves in a commercial production. Like we've, we've done tons of work at this point. You know, we do, we do have some exciting things to share in 20, late 2024, which we will, Amazing. you know, hopefully be able to announce soon. Um, but we, in the next five years, I would love to see SuperU as a global brand. I would love to see SuperU being something that is embraced in multiple regions around the world that people find joy in and see themselves in and that get empowered by. But I, you know, I would just love to see this being a global success. Um, you know, for all of us that have, obviously for all of us that have put in all this long work to make it happen, but really I, I would love to see the show go from being our show that we are developing to a show that is just now owned by the world. Like, I want to see more people out there going, that's my song, that's my, you know, I resonate with that journey and that they, it goes from being our show to everyone else's show. That's what I wanna see is that it's, it's something that people embrace as their own and, and make it their own. And I'm so excited for the day where I get to see multiple productions from of other companies and other places around the world, putting it up like in their schools and their regional theaters and their communities. And, uh, you know, or taking the music and creating symphonies out of it. Like I, you know, even joke about, you know, that I'd love to be in Jamaica hearing a steel band playing, you know, super U music. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, that's, that's what I see. Like in the next five years, I would love to see, you know, multiple commercial productions of the show and just people joyously celebrating, you know, their love for the show and seeing themselves in the show and, and witnessing their own empowerment by experiencing the show. Yeah, it will be so, so special. And here's more of a fun question. When thinking about merchandise, what would be the coolest piece of merch that you would want to create? Well, I think, and and this is, uh, it would it would be awesome to have the actual comic book that Katie, the protagonist, creates throughout the show. That she, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but um, I can't tell you how many people from our you know last couple productions have said we want that comic. So I would love. I mean, at minimum, we want to be able to share like the comic book at least of the characters, but it would be amazing to actually have the comic book that she creates for fans to be able to buy because we have, you know, that's something that a lot of people have asked us about. Yes. And, um, and I also think that people will be interested in and already are like merch that's specific to each of those superhero characters that she creates. Yes. So, and I don't know exactly all of what that might be, certainly t-shirts have been really yeah, popular like but quotes. I think, yep 
there's the quotes we've had some quotes like you've got you i have one of the quotes right the yes, one that yes. she we've got that we can fly yeah i think too there's seminal quotes are going to be really popular and i'd love to see that on i think you know things people could wear or things even other kinds of merchandise um whether that be mugs or you know uh you know cups tote bags or yeah tote bags something that that i think will probably end up having a lot of those seminal quotes from even the different superheroes but also, you know, Katie um, has a lot of great quotes. I think we'll, we'd love to see a lot of that. And also, um, we have a lot of fan activity. We're even launching some new things coming up with um, called Super You Sunday that just launched yes. a couple weeks ago. Um, and that's another thing that uh, there could be things that come out of that. That's, that's around the music video for uh, the song And Now I Rise of one yes. of the superheroes. Um, so, uh, I know we're talking about merch, but I'm kind of getting into that. But I feel like we're, we're we're because we're doing all these interviews of people who of their from pain to power story. Um, you know, we have like about 50 people we've already interviewed from that music video recording um, that were incredible people um, that from anywhere from on the spectrum or had to, were differently abled or have something that made them felt feel othered in their life to how that thing made them feel powerful once they embraced it yeah. and uh what we want is is for this to be a thing that we invite more people in to share their stories yeah. and we're excited to even you know have people in the uk share their stories too and we want that we want to invite that in so there could be even merchandise even beyond just even around the fan engagement and things that come up with fans that have engaged with us that might become things that become part of our merchandise or inspirational things that um, people have shared that maybe becomes part of what we turn into things you can access through us online as opposed to just at the show you know with with you know with the so with social media and the, with the internet the world is really you know we, there's so many things that we could do and we would love to be able to have interaction with the fan base on social media in interactive ways as we move forward too yeah it's a whole new world and it's very exciting um if you could nominate someone to come and speak to me on this podcast as a super you special episode who would you nominate well obviously lords for of sure course. but i i know she because she's she is super you and and like her energy is super you so i yes i mean obviously lords for sure um but also like i know you're saying one person i think both joanne and wendy are incredible um people to have be a part of this because they are you know they have come on the journey as not you know they're not the creator or producer of the show but they've really embraced this as their own and what they have brought to the show has been incredible so i I couldn't stop with just one. I have to nominate all three of them. Of course, yeah. And I'll do my best to get them all. And I think I've already got a few dates booked. So keep your eyes peeled for those. Um, thank awesome. you so much, Melissa. Everyone who's listening, go and check out the Super You pages on Instagram, TikTok. You're missing out if you don't know about the show. Um, anything you'd like to add, Melissa? Um, 
No, I well, the only thing I would say is that we we love every time we see somebody singing the songs, honestly, tag us because we will at some point honor you and put you on to, you know, feature you on Super Youth on uh, Fan Cover Friday. And every single time, just just so everybody knows, we are always moved every single time we see somebody sharing a video. It doesn't matter where you're from or whether you think you're that good or not. It is moving for us, I can say, especially for the creator, for Lords. she practically cries every single time she sees another person. She's just so grateful for, you know, and, and so honored to see people singing her music that, um, you know, we, we love hearing people singing the music. There's even a school up in northern UK, sort of near Manchester, that did entire choreography to a couple of the songs from the show. So... We love when people are creative. We love when people embrace stuff. So I would just say, keep sharing. We love hearing from everybody. It makes us full of joy. And, um, you know, please, you know, keep on following us and sharing your, you know, your versions of your amazingness and, and what you love about Super You. So thank you, everybody who's come on the journey with us. Yes. And thank you for joining me on my podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. And I'm sorry, I want to say one more thing. Just want to say, just want to say, stay tuned for exciting things to come at the end of, towards the end, maybe mid 2024 um, in the UK. So I will just leave you with that. Um, There's a lot brewing. So stay tuned to hear more about what's happening, but there are big things happening with the show in 2024. So stick around. You heard it here first.